0: SNR Replay. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon, right here on Steelers Nation Radio. SNR.
1: Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally, here with Matt Williamson. It is a uh, victory Monday, as the Steelers call it. Sure is, Uh, yeah. So, a very light day over on the south side. Um,
0: Well deserved. They
1: earned it uh, with a 23-16 victory on Sunday in Buffalo. Uh, Really just beating the Bills up at the line of scrimmage defensively.
0: Yeah, I mean there's so many layers this game done Peel and I'm excited to do it, but the short of it was the defensive line just whipped butt. Yeah. You know, from start to finish and influenced the game dramatically.
1: Dramatically. It started in the first quarter they drew three holding penalties on Buffalo's first extended drive. Yeah. Three holding penalties. In one drive. In one game it was a lot last well, yeah, year. It was
0: was it was, blaster, was ridiculous.
1: Right. Three and one drive. They they had four holding penalties. They drew in the first in the first half of that game, uh, as you mentioned off the air. Probably could have been a lot more. Oh, of course. Um, without no question. But it definitely it like affected the, the game. Yeah. yeah, right. Definitely affected the game. Affected the way I think the Bills wanted to play football. Um, they couldn't take shots down the field because they couldn't block it.
0: Right. The biggest key to me, just schematics of it all, were. A couple things we mentioned last week were Josh Allen's really, really good. He's super talented. He's gotten so much better. But there's two things that I, I thought he needed work still was he didn't handle pressure great, and he fumbled a lot. Well, that 100% came true. And the other thing we didn't mention last week that I should have was he was the most blitzed quarterback in the league last year in terms of just, I'm not sure about the percentage, but they throw a lot, and people blitz the, the strategy all year long was blitz him like crazy. He doesn't handle pressure great. Steelers blitz them like crazy in the first match or a we a year ago. Yeah. And it worked quite well, obviously. But they didn't have to blitz in this one. You no, know, they was they coming didn't. home with four and having another guy or Minka be a robber or, you know, I mean Bush and Schobert covering ground. In the they second really level. mixed like, things up
1: on the in the, yeah. the in the second level. Um some, They used a
0: lot of defensive players.
1: A lot especially defensive backs. They were rotating guys up front and Mike Tomlin right, right, said right. they were gonna do that, but they were rotating guys on the back end of it quite freely it, that
0: If it's like, who's the nickel corner? Well, yeah, Yeah, when the the Steelers broke
1: the huddle, I don't know that the Bills always knew who the nickel was going to be or who Mm -hmm. who was going to be in the slot because sometimes it was Trey Norwood, sometimes it was Arthur Millett, sometimes it was Micah Fitzpatrick.
0: Seemed like they used seven or eight defensive backs regularly. Bush and Schobert were really the only two linebackers I saw in the field with a high, high percentage. Bush came of off a
1: little bit when they went to a dime package. I think but there wasn't a third guy. Right, 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 yeah, right. right, right. You know, uh, but they were playing a lot of zone behind that. Yeah, and they were tackling like the Bills would get the short completion if they completed the pass, and it was, that's where it stopped. It yeah, was, you know, it was a six yard catch and tackled the tackle the catch.
0: See, I think that was especially important with Stephon Diggs. Yeah, so I think he had thirteen targets. Caught a lot of passes, maybe ten or had, eleven balls. He had nine catches. Nine, okay.
1: But nine catches for sixty-nine yards. Right.
0: You'll take that all day. Beasley long. Beasley
1: had eight catches for sixty yards.
0: To your point of just come up, tackle. You know, get a lot of people around the football, get the ball out of Allen's hands fast, which was obviously the case. Not having the blitz. Um, you know, two, it wasn't in this game, but Cam and Alu were great to me. Yeah. The three guys behind them, I all thought were. Serious contributors, and then the three edge guys were spectacular. Yeah, they, they were they were, really were
1: wrecking the house, wrecking were, the house. Yeah,
0: I actually thought Cam was as spectacular as them. Yeah, and did, doing a little bit of the dirty work, and just even taking a guard Feliciano a lot of the time, and just bull rushing right down the middle of them. So you know, Allen didn't have a lot of room to manipulate. The there was there was right. nowhere to step up. Right, it, it, they had a, a real good pass on the strip
1: the sack that Watt had. Hayward forced that by driving Feliciano back into yeah, Allen yep. and flushing him to his left. Allen starts running to his left, and here comes Watt from behind the, for <laughs> right. the strip sack. Yeah, like, yeah. you just yeah, couldn't right. get away.
0: Couldn't get away. And again, only with four coming after you. Seven in coverage while they have, you know, three or four-man route concepts against seven. It, it was really impressive, and I think it's sustainable. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's what the Steeler defense is. It's not a bad O-line.
1: No, it's not a bad O-line. I, you know, i um, Sean McDermott was asked uh, after the game, um, "You know,
0: their tackles in particular are pretty darn good." Yeah how did know. how
1: did the Steelers get so much pressure? Were you surprised the Steelers got so much pressure with with just four guys? Yeah. And he said, "Sometimes it was just three. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> like almost <laughs> never five or more." <laughs> yeah, we they only blitzed like twice in the twice. entire yeah, game, right. according to Next Gen stats. So it was very interesting. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're Definitely listening t- to you the know, Drive here up. on Steelers Nation Radio, uh, but. Uh, I was in Orchard Park. Matt was uh, back uh, here watching it, uh, yeah, and breaking it down at home. But uh, man, I'll tell you what, it was interesting with fans in the stadium again.
0: It sure seemed like it. Just in every game across the yeah across the country, I mean, it seemed like such a good environment, and uh, I bet there was something to see. I mean, it,
1: it was, and, and and because of that, it wasn't. All that crazy to see the Steelers' offense struggle a little bit in that kind of situation. If you think about it, they, they had four rookies playing very big roles.
0: Fryar, me to call him a starter or not, but he's basically he was out, there, out a lot, there a lot, yeah, ton,
1: right. Um, and you also had two other starters in Kevin Dotson and Chase Claypool, who had never played in front of an NFL crowd before. True,
0: true. Trey Turner's with a new team, right? You know, and, right. and so
1: I'm not surprised that they they had some issues early in that game. Getting things blocked up and communicating and doing those kind of things and, and staying on the football field. Yeah,
0: and that's going to be an issue for any young O line or rebuild offensive line, no matter what. But then you compound things by all the things you just said. There's things to worry about on offense, and we'll talk about it all throughout the week, of course. You know, but I do think it's noteworthy that you know four of those guys first half of football was pretty pretty bad. On it was that pretty side bad, yeah. And four of those guys, that was our first half of professional football. You know, I mean that's that's something to be. Something to be said, and overall, I didn't think the rookies fared poorly. I mean, the numbers might not be tremendous or whatever. Najee Harris played every snap, every <laughs> single snap. do that, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, obviously, they made some adjustments at halftime. Mm-hmm. They had fifty-four total yards in the first half.
0: Yeah, it was rough.
1: They had one hundred and twenty-six yards of offense in two possessions in the second, or in the third quarter, I should say. Uh, then they had a twenty-six-yard touchdown drive. Uh, well, actually, it was longer than that. It was a 52-yard touchdown drive, and to, to start the fourth, fourth quarter, but 26 that was offensive. They mm-hmm. get the 26-yard pass interference penalty, and then they had a 49-yard drive for, with for a field goal. So they scored on four consecutive possessions. They did in the second half.
0: They didn't give it back to Buffalo. Right. Every time. It
1: right. wasn't. It still wasn't a great offensive performance. You would no, have they liked. They scored one touchdown. You know, right. they they drove to the. Uh, Buffalo six and the Buffalo two in the third quarter. You'd like if they punch one of those in or both of yep. those in. It's a, I mean that that game.
0: I definitely would have went for it on the second one, and the first one I was strongly considering it too. It all worked out, you know. I mean they're not slam dunk decisions. The offense got better. Um,
1: I get going, not going for it the first time. You just try and put points on the board. Yeah, you're I mean, trusting we your anything. trusting your defense a little bit too. Like it, they had ten points, three of them were gimmies on the opening kickoff
0: right to hold them to three off after was a huge win was a huge win right oh, the bills put together the, the one drive amazing, they get on
1: it right. so you, you cut it to 10 seven or 10 three all right now you got it down to one score mm-hmm. you make it 10 six i I get it okay now a touchdown puts you ahead at the very least maybe you think you start thinking okay if we could just get, maybe it's going to be a 1210 game well, something along those lines because the bills I mean, weren't moving the football
0: field goals are going to be big in Steeler games right? yeah here yeah, I'm feeling. And my logic with going for, especially the second time, because it's a little easier one, was, well, the first one in particular, it's like, this is the first time you've even sniffed the end zone. Yeah. It doesn't look like this is going to be an explosive offense with 70-yard bombs left and right. And this might be your only shot at a, at, a, at a touchdown when I watched it the first time around. It definitely worked out, and the defense carried, the, sh- carried the, the show. The offense got better. I'm a little hesitant to say that the offense took a big step forward in the st- second half. I mean, the results were better, but... Um, we saw some more Matt Canada stuff, but we also saw some disturbing trends from last year too. And it's not going to happen overnight, though, folks. You yeah. Know? I mean, again, I, I still think the bit, the best point is more than a third of the offense were playing their first game ever. You yeah, know?
1: I, I think that was a big part of it. I think the wind was a factor as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, it was about a twenty mile an hour wind over the course of that game that never really stopped.
0: I'm not sure yeah. that the announcers made that as clear as they should. You know, like that pause okay. kick at the end of the yeah. game was. Heck of a kick, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and the struggles of both quarterbacks to complete, you know, outs, uh, you know, arm strength throws and things like that. Like,
1: were, I, I don't know that that didn't affect the, the throw that Allen missed down the middle of the field to Manuel Sanders. Right, right, right. You know, I don't know that that one didn't sail on him a little bit because of the wind.
0: I have a I, feeling I think, it did. I think but, it was a factor. It was, it was. And wasn't Allen's best performance. I mean, we're not here to talk bills that much, but... If this was Bill's radio, I would have some concerns. You know, it's not like, boy, they're not any good anymore. Or, yeah. boy, you know, the Steelers beat a cupcake. That's certainly not the case. But that was a bad matchup for Buffalo. Especially we said, that, that, pass rush. We said right.
1: that before. Like, you know, when they had that ESPN did the article last month about who's a bad matchup for all these top teams, and the yeah. Steelers were never mentioned. Like, they're a bad matchup for just about any offense.
0: They are. One Buffalo note that... I thought became more and more apparent the more I studied them throughout the week was this is a really good football team. They have a great quarterback. They're really well coached, but they only have like three stars. Yeah, you know, Steelers have more stars than Buffalo. Without does. a doubt, you know, it's a deep team. It's a you know a well coached team. But if you want to call Davis White a star, he's number three. You know, what I mean, and yeah, that's all they got. You know, I mean, like yeah. they they didn't have the difference makers like Watt and Hayward, and you know, so just just a Buffalo note that you know, I think is obvious.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, we did our, our uh, guarantees on the pregame show, and uh, one of my guarantees with the, was that the, the Bills would punt at least three times in that game. Mm,
0: we talked about that on Friday a little bit. They right. took
1: care of that in the first half. Yeah. Uh, their fourth punt was blocked in return for a, touchdown. For a touchdown. The biggest uh, play of the game,
0: of course. Yeah. Without question.
1: That one and the fourth down stop. It's fourth and, fourth and one.
0: Um, on the terrible play call you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a gift. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking about. <laughs> I don't <Right>. know either. <laughs> I mean, as is the case in any big win, you can I'm sure the Bills went back and second-guessed a few things they do. You know like <coughs> I don't think Allen misses that many throws more often than not and that play in particular was just a gift to the Steelers. I mean, the way that they're flowing to the football and the speed they have on defense and you're going to do a long developing play hoping to Break something long, I guess. I, was, I assume was the logic with that, you know, throwback pass. I'm like, Thinking
1: everybody's going to, I guess, attack the line of scrimmage. And yeah. if you go back and watch that play, um, if Cam Sutton doesn't stop that for a seven-yard loss, which is what happened, all right, all right. Melvin Ingram was right there. Mm-hmm. And would have at least strung it out, and and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was screaming up from the safety position. Yeah. He saw it too. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they and, and I asked Mike Tomlin about that. Was after that you that asked him? Yeah, I heard
0: the recap of the press conference.
1: I, I said, you know, was that something you guys had seen on film? And he said, well, they had run that formation
0: with the fullback, with
1: the fullback, and they'd made a, you know run a fullback dive off of it. But they had obviously when they when they showed it before had the, the running back flaring out to the to the flat and so okay. the Steelers looked at it and said, Hey, watch The obvious spin this, off of this This is, is the this is the yeah. next step on that play. They're gonna show this, show this, show this, and then do this.
0: I gotcha. In the preseason they ran it like three or four times, giving it to the fullback, right? Yeah. You know, and, and obviously you'd be keying a Josh Allen dive. Right, all yeah. Well, You're gonna attack you the know.
1: middle of the and they they had converted a fourth down uh in the first half, at the end of the first half on a on a sneak by or maybe it was third and short. It was third and short. No, third. Yeah, yeah, third, third and short with an Allen dive, mm-hmm. and he got three yards on really it.
0: Really hard to stop. Yeah, right, right. Um, and, and again, in this
1: situation, they 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 zigged when they should. You know, they zagged when they sh- should have just stuck with what they uh, did.
0: Yeah, and in hindsight, it's twenty twenty, of course. But even if that play hits, Steelers track it down for a ten yard gain. It's not like yeah. the the. the wasn't enough to gain, in my opinion, for Buffalo to try something that long-developing, that far behind the line of scrimmage in a crucial situation. But again, I mean, that's not the reason they lost. The reason they lost, they couldn't block the defensive front. It was a huge momentum swing, though. <laughs> it was. I mean, was I mean huge, you, you gave
1: the Steelers the football in mid, you know, midfield.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, crucial situation at yeah. the time of the game. Yeah, it, it was a heck of a football game. I mean, we, we can unpack every bit of it, every position. Special teams was huge in this one. Some coaching decisions I thought were huge. Um, some of the the coaching preparation I thought was apparent in the Steelers' favor. Uh, I, I loved how they rotated a lot of bodies, especially on defense, and, and stayed fresh, but you know didn't lose the impact or star power. You know that was the, the that was the
1: interesting thing about it. You know it shows. I think that you know there was a lot of times where now Minka Fitzpatrick was on the field 100 percent of the time. Yeah, that's. And Bush W-K- and Schobert right, right. are out there 100%, you know, pretty much most of the time. But they're rotating the the three pass rushers, the three edge guys. Mm-hmm. They're rotating the, the, the five guys in the middle of the field. Right. Hey, Heyward, you in know, the Yeah, they were yeah. out there a lot. But there were times when Watt and Hayward weren't on the field and they were still getting pressure. Right, on, right, right. You know, and making things happen up front.
0: Just so it doesn't get out, it get lost, Ingram's a star. Yeah, he can, he can still play. Ingram's a really, really – is a pro bowl type of player. And to use him the way that the Steelers can use him and not rely on him for every snap, you know, for 17 games, maybe more, I think is going to go down as one of Kevin Colbert's best signings ever. I mean, which is saying a lot, obviously. Highsmith's developing at a really high rate. Anyone that was worried about Watt being rusty is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one thing I want to throw out with Highsmith, That's why I mentioned his name. Did you catch the, quote, offsides from him? Yeah. It was just his, his get-off is so good. He was good. so
1: fast. There, it wasn't the only time that he did that. Right. There were, like, three other times where he timed it up perfectly and was screaming across the line of scrimmage. I'm sure
0: the left tackle complained like crazy. Oh, without
1: a doubt. Or the coaching staff yeah. was saying, hey, watch this. And, and so they, he got called on it. I don't think he was offside. I don't either.
0: He was adamant that he wasn't, and I watched it a few times. I'm like, nope. Because it just stuck with me because we had talked in the offseason. You break this stuff down all offseason. One of the big next-gen Cynthia Freeland-type stats was Watt and Highsmith have two of the quickest get-offs in the whole league, which I bet isn't something that is lost on Kevin Colbert and the coaching staff. It's probably something they're looking for at that position. And I just thought it was a perfect example on that play. Like, no, he was just better than the ref thought he was <laughs> you know, in reality. Yeah, he
1: um, was that – fast and, yeah. and not able to get there you know just in time um one of the other interesting things uh, you know about the game uh you know last year in buffalo deontay johnson got benched in the first half of that uh, game right, right right after two drops three drops however you want to count those uh in this when he comes back and the touchdown catch was if you put an 84 That's on his dagger. back yeah. It, was, yeah it was it was antonio not brown-esque right. That's yeah a good point
0: and I want to say he got outdone, but I thought Claypool was the best offensive player they had. You know, I mean, his stats weren't didn't have a Didn't have a
1: catch in the first half, comes about and makes a couple of game-changing right. plays in the second half.
0: And guys that are becoming stars. I mean, again, I'm not taking anything away from Deontay. He's he's very, very good. And then I didn't realize this till today, Juju led the wide receivers in snaps. Yeah. And it was a valuable role player. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it, we always forget the about The blocking. Him the other the, two were so the, fun to talk he about. He
1: had a couple of catches that he turned into – Pretty good gains, mm-hmm. you know, running guys over. He's, right, physical. Right, right. he's a physical guy. Yeah.
0: He does block well. He's a team guy. I, I think we do, especially me, I don't give him enough credit because nah, he's just a slot. He's not a superstar. But he's really helpful, that's for sure. And then James Washington comes off the bench, you know, and you know, helps. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, that's a good room.
1: Yeah, and their two biggest pass plays in the game were t- to the tight ends. They only caught each mm-hmm. – Ebron and Fryermuth caught one ball each, but they were two big, big ones. 24-yard catches in the second half that were uh, Those guys are going to sting breakers. you.
0: If you leave them a lot of one-on-ones or if they're going against the Bostick or Vince Williams of the world, look out. I mean, they're yeah. going to sting you. I mean, it might not be a lot – a consistent a consistent barrage of targets. There's just too many other people because there's so many. Yeah. yeah, but their piece of the pie is a good is a is a tasty bite. Yeah, you know without question.
1: Um, let's talk about Najee Harris's okay. debut. Uh, I thought he got better as the game went on in terms of the runs. Uh, yeah, they, the blocking got a little bit better as the game went on as well.
0: So I didn't blame him for lack of production in the first half. they just wasn't anywhere was they were to go him at all. Right? Yeah. You know, one note I wanted to make, and let's talk more about Harris in particular. But we just mentioned Friermuth; those two blocked well. Yeah. Najee and protection passed every test for me. Friermuth looks like a quickly improving blocker. You know, so and Harris never leaving the field is a massive accomplishment for any running back, let alone a rookie in his first game. You know, on, on the road. So those two are developing in phases you might not notice as easily, too, as yeah. rookies, which is key.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I, I made a note at one point in the early in the second half. I'm like, you know, I'd like, or maybe it's late in the first half. I'd like to see Harris used. If if they're gonna have, if they're gonna stack the line of scrimmage like that and make it so difficult to run, yeah, use him more as a receiver.
0: And we did see him split out. You know, yeah. in the slot, and we saw Fryar and Ebron split out a lot. There were certainly a lot of snaps of empty. But the problem, and again, we'll get into the negatives on all games of both is. There still is not a deep and intermediate passing game that people fear yet. I mean, the Bills, we talked about their defense a lot last year, or last week, in that they're the heaviest nickel team in the league. I said that 400 times last year, last week. And the biggest thing that they're structured to do is be fast and don't allow deep balls. Yeah. Well, they didn't fear They didn't play it that way. You know, the Bills came near the line of scrimmage and dared you to throw over their they heads. They played it like
1: they did last year. You're right, yeah. right.
0: And the Steelers still need to prove that. Which there's a lot of levels to that, too. It's can you protect? Right. <laughs> you know, can your quarterback make the throws and hang in there? Can the guys get open and separate? You know, going empty's is great. And I, I, I 100% agree that splitting Harris out is going to be a great weapon, but not if it's just to get him the ball on a two yard flat route because that's going yeah. to get tackled, too. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, more has to happen. Got to scheme something up. up. I, yeah. So
1: I, I don't know that y- yesterday was necessarily what the Steelers can't do as much as it was Matt Canada's. First game out of the the shoot, right? Um,
0: and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you know, Coach said something, and Coach T said something along the lines of, "And this one style points were real down the down the list yeah. of things. We we're just trying. They to didn't want to
1: make a big mistake in a game like that, knowing yeah. that you know that's what cost them last year, right? In right, that right. game against the Bills, it
0: wasn't pretty. We knew it wasn't going to be pretty. We got yeah. a bunch of new people here against a quality opponent on the road. That made me feel a little better, too. I like, think you
1: put some stuff on tape. You're going to be at home this week against Oakland mm-hmm. or
0: Las, Va- Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Um, it's that's not, a a, one tonight.
1: not a great defense. No. I think this is the kind of game you're at home. You try, you, okay, we're going to put some stuff on tape here that, that's going to maybe back some people off. We're going to show some stuff down the field that.
0: And I know. wonder if you start to this upcoming week a little bit more as opposed to. Let's do anything we can to create yardage because we know it's going to be a struggle and keeping up with Allen's going to be difficult. This upcoming week, maybe you're going to try to string plays together, you know, strip things out a little more, create your identity. You know, we really need to create an intermediate passing game, so we're going to max protect a little more and try that. I
1: think so much of of this past game was, while they said they weren't concerned about having – two rookie starters on the offensive line. and
0: They had to not sleep last night thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, oh, he, side note, why did Haas come in for one play or two plays? Was that like an equipment issue or something?
1: I think they were, the, Green was getting into it a little bit with somebody, and they wanted okay. to calm him down a little okay. bit. That's okay. a, no yeah. big deal. It's never got that answer. Yeah. I'm
0: like, why did he leave for a play or two? Um,
1: but I just think that, that because of that situation in that stadium with that crowd, mm-hmm. you wanted to protect Opening those guys. Week. So let's not do anything crazy in this game because – yeah. There's just too many unknowns. There's too many X factors here yeah. that, that could affect this game. We don't 100%. want to we don't want to turn this into a, a, a just a, a complete disaster right. and give them all kinds of momentum with that crowd.
0: And it doesn't sound like much, but now all those guys can be like, Okay, I have an NFL game under my belt and we won In one, one of the one, one of the, the most difficult
1: sits against a very good team yeah. in their stadium. It's packed jam packed full of fans that they were all I mean, um, they were fired up. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. So I looked at you know, Buffalo
0: and Kansas City as the two worst places to walk into this yeah. week. You know? I
1: mean, you know, you come home this week against Oakland. It's not or Vegas, Oakland again, yeah. Vegas again. We'll that 100 times this week it's right. not nearly the daunting. To now you can do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you can be a little more relaxed and and just play.
0: Not that you can just take a step back, like oh, we got this. All the problems right. are fixed at all. But I you do get think those opening day jitters
1: different. out of your, right, you. Know, right. Those it, Roethlisberger said it last week. He's like, I'm talking to these guys and. and you know, if I ask them if they're nervous about this and they say no, I call them a liar because yes. I'm nervous about yeah, this. Yeah, and I'm, in, yeah, I'm yeah. in year 18. No, I'm sure, yeah. right? <laughs> you're, you're full of it. You're, if you're all te- nervous. You're going to tell me you're that. not nervous about this. This is your first NFL game. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> And, again, even the young guys not seeing it at this capacity in their second season Claypool and Dodson and those guys. I have concerns about the offense. There's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, and, again, it will be a big topic throughout the week. It's going to yes. be a work in progress it's be all a work season progress. long. Yeah. yeah. But you got to take it in context, yeah. too, of what they were dealing with as an organization, as a, as a new group.
1: The other thing about it is, you know, I think when you look at last year's team, um, the offense was the offense, and it wasn't going to change because nobody was going to get better. Right. Who was going to get better on that, right, on that right. roster?
0: It felt like you are more hanging on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, where in like this you case,
1: you, you, know, you would expect these, game, these guys every game that they play to get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, week two should look better than week one.
0: You would think. You would think. Yeah. I mean, certainly in practice and assuming injuries don't derail things dramatically because they're coming. You know, I mean, that's just the way the world works. But – Yeah, I mean, again, this was the first run. It's never going to be pretty. It wasn't great, but, man, the defense was unbelievable. Awesome. It really was. was On all levels. On all levels. Yeah. Yeah, Started up front, but at all levels, I thought it was a good game I've ever seen Bush play. You know, you mentioned Trey Norwood. I mean, comes from nowhere and looks like he belongs. All the corners, I thought, played pretty well. I mean, Schobert and Edmonds didn't stick out to me, but certainly not negatively. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the pass rush in the front was dominant.
1: Yeah, they they really got it done yesterday against a as good an offense as you're gonna see yeah, this side of Kansas City. So, right. You know, Without question. So I uh, you know, if I'm the I know they play the Chiefs later this year. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm looking at that going Hmm, yeah, hope my line's in, <laughs> intact by that. Right. Yeah without Get question. Get that thing fixed because if you could play like that against that Bills team. Yeah. You know, Allen did something. a
0: lot of damage with his legs. Yeah, more so, I think, than a passer. To be honest with you, yeah. and I still thought they contained him pretty well. Yeah,
1: he only averaged like four point three yards a carry. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he had, he had seventeen or... on his first two carries. Like it, right, it right, got right. worse as the game went on. They really started uh, yeah. keying on that.
0: Yeah, he. I was not super impressed with how he played, but it's not like I'm worried about Allen. It's more I'm excited about what the Steelers can do to great quarterbacks. Absolutely.
1: We are going to take a break. Right. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Matt, you, you mentioned injuries. We'll go around the league with some of the uh, things that happened, t- look at some of the games. A lot of big, uh, interesting games, uh, things that happened around the AFC yesterday. Big time. That, uh, And tonight,
0: too. Tonight's game is pretty interesting. Tonight's to game make, as well, yeah. We'll, the opponents coming down, and it's the ra- Ravens.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about all that when we come back right after this on The Drive.